Healthcare and senior care is fraught with problems and challenges, but we're also seeing some amazing new clinical treatments and resources. This show will help illuminate and uncover the good, bad, and the ugly in order to equip patients, families, and other healthcare providers. Welcome to Senior Care Confidential. Hello, and welcome to another uh, show episode with Senior Care Confidential. I'm here with my co-host, Joe Alch. Good afternoon, Brian. And we have a very interesting, um, fascinating story we're going to discuss today. Recent events have talked about, for those of us in the Dallas area, um, some of us are aware of Billy Shamir Mir and the murder spree that he went on several years ago. And he was just recently found, killed himself, we, we think is by his cellmate in prison. And so we are blessed today to have one of the victims um, sons, uh, Robert McPhee, um, here with us. He's also a partner with, let me make sure I get this right, Secure Our Seniors Safety, or safety um, and they work with legislative bodies here um, at not only educating police uh, forces, but also working with the legislation side to make sure that certain laws are enacted to help make sure that our, our seniors are safe. Thank you so much for being here, Robert. And we're going to talk about your mother, Carolyn. Um you actually knew Billy and you knew the caregiver. And tell us, walk us through how you actually knew him. Well, years ago, my father had Parkinson's. And as time progressed, he got worse and worse. And we had to get a home health um, entity come in and, and helping out. And they put Billy Shamir in my parents' house. We knew him by Benjamin Cortaba. So he was using an alias. So we all ate with him and had lunch and dinner, and he was there for about five months. And wow. Yeah. So was he there when your father passed? Was your father passed? And No, we, we uh, said we didn't want to have him in the house anymore um, about six months before that. Okay. Wow. Okay. And he used an alias because, so I understand he was not a legal U.S. citizen. No. Is that correct? He, he was on a work visa, but his work visa expired like years ago. Wow. wow. And he was using an alias. Okay. And I'm assuming because he was still working for a company that there was no background checks being done on him. They said there was, but there wasn't. Yeah. And I know from owning a home health for so many years, our home care, we check backgrounds. Mm -hmm. We, you know, uh, we did drug screening and background checks yeah. and um, we're really over the top on those because we are guests in people's homes mm -hmm. and you have to, you know, feel confident that your loved one yep. is. Yeah, none of that was done. Wow. wow. So your dad passes away. Mm -hmm. uh, Billy was out of the picture for a few months prior to that. And mm -hmm. then I'm assuming because of the story, um, he came back at some point to visit your mother again. He came back to kill her. And the police had um, his phone pinged around her house a couple different days. Mm. Prior the, to the, the... Prior to, so he was stalking. Oh, wow. How were you guys alerted of her? Um, a friend from church called my brother and said, hey, Carolyn didn't show up for the cowboy game and she wasn't at church. So my brother pinged and... He called me and said, you know, mom's at home. So I'm like, oh, no. You know, you're thinking the worst. She fell. She, you know, hit her head. Right. So I go to her house. I run in around the corner, and I see your feet sticking out on the floor of her bedroom. <sighs> and so you immediately call the police. Well, yeah, my brother, he was, my nephew was right behind me, like 15 seconds, and my brother. So, yeah, then we'd all 
911. And was there any sign of a struggle at that point? No. It, it looked like a natural thing. Yeah, and know, what did the police tell you that they thought or the medical examiner? Uh, well, there was blood tell? on her glasses and on a comforter, and they said that it was um, had to be at a, an aneurysm. Okay. Which seemed normal for yeah, an 81 yeah. year old, 81, right? 81. Yeah. 81 year old female having an aneurysm and, you know, didn't look like any kind of signs of struggle. And so it just, everyone it kind just of chalked it up to that. Yeah. Yeah. Because so, Billy knew how to do it. He, he'd stage this, the, the scene. So what was like, your, what was the tip off that something wasn't right? Well, her rings were gone immediately. My brother and I are like, where are her rings? Yeah. And Planet Police said, oh, old people, they, they just hide stuff. Unbelievable. Wow. Yeah. And so, okay, she passes. Um, you know the rings are missing. So what happens next? When did you just say, this isn't right, I need some answers? Tell me how that, walk us through Well, that. my brother and I were calling the plaintiff police, you know, time and time, just saying, hey, what's going on? Oh, we're looking into it. You know, we're, we're looking at pawn shops, and we'll get back to you. And then they called me on a Friday and said, hey, we, we found some jewelry. Do you want to come down and look at it, see if it's any of your mom's? And then my brother and I like tried to find pictures of her rings. It's like, I don't remember. But we went down there playing. I, my brother went down because I couldn't. And um, he said, we think your mother's murdered. Wow. And we saw the article on Bill Shamir and my brother and I went, that's it. Wow. So There's did you let the police know this is the guy that has been? Well, they, they told us. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. So was Billy in jail at this point in the yes. Dallas jail? Yes. Okay. And so with your mother's murder, how many do you believe? How many murders had Billy already committed prior to her murder? I think 18, 20. Wow. Because I think that the, the assumed number um, is somewhere around two dozen, right? Mm -hmm. 25 22. or so, 22. Yeah, which is just kind of talking. We, we actually pulled some statistics before the show and I'm stunned that more people don't know about this um, because when you look at like Ted Bundy had, what we, what we find out, 30? 30. Ted Bundy had 30. Jeffrey Dahmer had 17. 17. This guy had 25 and older folks. And, you know, there was a, you mentioned the one, uh, the Seattle, um, was it Seattle, the college students? Yes. There were four of them, right? Mm -hmm. and it's national news. Mm -hmm. And this one, it doesn't seem like it got that much play um maybe because you know they're older the, and it's, the, all the police said old people old people die yeah there was a interesting enough there was the a um in the there's a recent aarp article so i'll read this and they were talking about how the with a lot of the unattended and you because you worked in the legislation you know this too on the unattended um deaths particularly for older older individuals um they say that the vast majority of them are done with, via phone um that they just assume as they're as they're because they're older that like pd said you know older people die right and so there was a uh a Justice, criminal justice professor out of Sam Houston State who is quoted in here, he says, quote, unquote, when crime rates are rising in major cities, the police and medical examiners would rather expend their forces on other crimes rather than on the death of someone who's reaching their quote, unquote, expiration date. Unbelievable. I know, and that is so maddening. And, and I'll say, you know, we shared, I shared <clears throat> earlier when we were talking, I was a hospice nurse for 12 years, and I can count on one hand the number of patients that died just 
in their sleep or during a nap. It just didn't really happen. It was more of a process when Mm -hmm. they would go through the dying process. So just this many deaths. Sudden. Sudden deaths. Um, But we were talking to earlier about the communities. There were three communities that that he targeted. Mm -hmm. Um, The tradition, Prestonwood, Edgemere, Edgemere and Park Place. Mm -hmm. And so my question is, how after the first one, okay, the first one dies in her sleep. I get that. Um, maybe they think, well, she just passed peacefully. Good for her. You know, she's in heaven. But then the next one on the same floor, I know in one community, there were six, five or six on the same floor um, and Jewel was missing. So how did the police not, how was that not flagged as as a problem? I I, I can't imagine you know, I don't know what the process is. And so the daughters, it work. the the yeah. the, <clears throat> the adult children of these victims at these communities, um, when they met each other, had you know, patient two down the hall had the the adult children been notified of these deaths that were on the hall. Mm-hmm. You know, I just how how did the residents find out about what was going on? Because surely there would be some kind of a safety, you know, memo or something, you know, be sure your doors are locked, you know. Um, I think they did after they found that when they started putting the pieces together, from what I understand, when they realized this was actually, these were murders that were happening. I do know in some of these communities, they did have some notifications going out on that. Well, they were trying to cover up. Yeah. Cover their backs. What was the um, linchpin? Is not the right word. What was the the precipitating events where they realized these were not just just r- passing random passings, in, right. but there was actually somebody behind this? I think there was a uh, police officer from Richardson to kind of put it all together. So, okay, okay, you know, jewelry missing here, 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 because it's Dallas County, yeah, Plano, Frisco. Mm. So somebody's kind and of. I think wasn't there together. a story? I think there was a lady in Plano that, that survived and was able to identify him. I think that's that was p- probably part of it. And mm-hmm. then the mm-hmm. police department realizes, oh my gosh, there's probably multiple others. Okay, how long did it take before when they realized it was happening to when they realized the extent of it? Like how long was the investigation? Oh, it was going on for couple of years until he was indicted on okay. two counts and just on two counts. The other ones, they're not sure. They're they're pretty sure. There's a couple dozen of them, but they just yeah. Well, they just they're not they're not going to do anything with those because yeah. I did see it. I I saw um, in in a different article they said something about seven. They looked at over 750 local deaths uh, for seniors unattended. Yeah, yeah, that were unattended. That they yeah were supposed to go back through um, because there were there were question marks around those as well. So he was tried November 15th of 2021. So he was in prison during that time from when he was arrested March of 2018. So mm-hmm. he was behind bars yeah. and he couldn't hurt anybody. But there was a mistrial um, due, due to a jury deadlock. Um, one so, person held out, said, oh, I don't think he did it. So how can one person make, I, I thought it was like a, unanimous, you know, not didn't have to be unanimous. It was just, I didn't realize it had to be unanimous yeah. for a murder. So they retried him. Yeah. Wow. And Dallas police originally said that they were going to go for the death penalty. And then Cruzot changed it. Oh, no, we're not going to do that. Why? Ask him. Because they're reaching their expiration date anyway. 
And Colin yeah. said, if Dallas doesn't do the death penalty, we'll bring him up to Plano and, and do it. And what they do? They're not going to try anything. They're leaving it where it is. Yep. Well, he's dead he, now. Yeah, so well, you know, even before now, he wasn't dead, yeah. it's like, you know, he's already going to be in prison for the rest of his life. My brother and I were saying, you know, why would they go through all the tax dollars to try him again when he's already mm -hmm. going to die? Which it makes sense. So, you know? how did you feel the day you found out that he died in prison? You know, we don't condone murder, mm -hmm. but um, God sorted it out. He absolutely did. He so did. tell us about the organization that you are a part of now. It's uh, SOSS. Yes, thank you. Yep. Um, Shannon started it. Um, we've gone down to uh, Austin and got two laws changed. One is with the gold and silver exchange. We can't just go in. Now you, you know, they have to keep the jewelry for X amount of time. They can't just melt it down. They get it oh, like awesome. the pawn shops. They were doing that the whole time, but there wasn't any, any law with gold and silver exchange. Then, so, wow. so back so. With pawn shops, they have to keep the jewelry on hand for a period of time before they and get it. your ID. Interesting. They have you to know, I've heard it commercials yeah. about the gold and silver. You mm -hmm. know, come in and bring your silver. Oh, and, wow! Mm -hmm. Wow! Yeah. See, okay, the so general the first public one. would not yeah. know that. No, you, you know. you'd assume. No. Yeah. And then you got another law changed um, that if the medical examiner changes a cause of death, you know. From you know whatever to murder or whatever, yeah, you they have they have to call the family because one of the one of the ladies found out that her mother was murdered from Facebook. I don't understand why that wow. wouldn't be like a, just a, a common sense thing anyway. If yeah, we change, just a if we change, courtesy. like we have to have a law to tell people, hey, we changed the we realized that your mom was murdered versus passing away. Yeah, what on earth? Wow. So did you get any pushback from legislation on on these two laws? I was not down there. Um, I think it, it went through smoothly. But now okay. there's we we got shot down on one last year about um, retirement communities where visitors have to sign in. You have to give them ID, but the owners of these communities say no. That's you know just like taking away the rights of you know who we have coming it's in. It's baloney. It's just yeah. cost. Oh, that's I what think it is. almost every community that I'm in, though, I have to sign in, or they'll either have a sign-in thing where we got to put our who we are, who we work with, um, or there's an automated the AccuShield shield or yeah, whatever. AccuShield, that's right. Uh, that's in the vast majority of these now, too. Mm -hmm. So, and that uh, the AccuShield does its own background checks. like we submit TV tests and all that mm -hmm. kind of stuff to, to go in there. So all the places I go in now have some version of that which is and cameras yeah and yeah. cameras but some independent livings you can just walk right in yep so we're right in through the back door yeah which i'm sure what he did and he knew which floors didn't have cameras so that one failed that one failed because the retirement communities have more more money got it okay are you guys still working to try to get that one pushed through yeah okay are they are they it's are there some two years are there some concessions that can be made for that or are they looking for some concessions or is it just I, full I stop know. we it's, don't want this well yeah. and you know these it was just communities down. in yeah. question some are charging up to twelve thousand fourteen thousand a month mm -hmm. and they can afford oh yeah you know a check-in system for safety yeah you know i'm sorry but there's no law to it so hmm. Are there any other legislations that you guys are trying to get pushed through? Um, we're eventually going to do home health care. Okay. Where <laughs> you need to have complete documentation instead of just saying, no, we didn't do the background check. Sorry. 
Got it. Because I know we have, because we're licensed, so we have to do um, background checks on everybody. And we do yeah. too. But I think people, they find loopholes and they get away, oh, I didn't know. I think they act stupid like, oh, I just didn't know. Um, well, Billy was arrested six times. A couple DWIs, um, assault of a child, oh, hitting his wife. And so who let him out of prison the fifth or sixth time? Dallas? You know. Dallas police. Addison Police. Yeah, it's the Sanctuary City thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's, that's lovely. That's terrible. Oh my gosh! I'm just so sorry to hear that you're. You know, but I'm just good for you that you can sit here and just talk about it and tell us how the public can get involved to help with your organization. <clears throat> um, you go to SOSS. Um, we have a website. You can donate. We're going to have a golf tournament to raise money. We we had one last year. I think we raised eighty thousand dollars. Oh wow! To go okay. towards changing the laws okay so just support you know tell tell all your neighbors yeah. you know now, watch you, out you guys you do some house. you guys do some educational stuff with the police departments around here too right yeah shannon and uh some of the other girls are out in mesquite okay doing, what do they doing, what do they do on that just kind of educational on like here's just tell you look, look at what we're talking about now yeah you know here's you gotta watch out for yourself because obviously the police aren't <sighs> man and the communities aren't yeah. You know, I still can't, I still terrible. can't get over the quote of they're nearing their expiration date. It's just infuriating. I know. It's just like, that, that's just, that is a, that's typical ageism, you know, like you've, you've outused, outlived your useful life. And so we just don't pay attention to these things. Yeah. They just say old people. Yeah. They're they just people, die. They just die. So what would you advise to someone who is looking for care for mom or dad? Do your own due diligence. There's places out there. There's websites. It's, but it's insane to find them. My brother and I were trying to look, and it's infuriating. Um, she, I hate the website. Anyway. I hate the internet anyway. You try to yeah. find one thing, and three million things come right. up, not what you're looking for. Right. That's right. Yeah. But there's some background places. Um, yeah. I know for licensed clinicians, so for PTs and OTs, it's the same website. It's like ptot dot tx.us or something, but you can actually verify licenses. Mm -hmm. Same, with, same with nursing. Yep. If there's been any suspension, if there's been any criminal activity, if it's been, um, if it's expired or whatever. So or at least an alias. Like, yeah. Yeah. I don't know about the alias thing, but you can look it up by the uh, license number. Um, I, I don't know if this, we don't hire caregivers. I don't know if those are, if, if that's the same thing because they're yeah, CNAs. Yeah, you check if they're CNAs. And so there is a credentialing for CNAs as well. Okay. And you check that. So there are a lot of, you know, drug screening, you know, check to make sure that they are sort of, they have that certification. Um, he wasn't certified in anything. Yeah. yeah. You know what? And and if any of these listeners, you know, with Joy Care Management, with what I do, I can help you, direct you on who to contact to get That'd the information you want. So, um, you know, the, oh, we, you know, I work in the home health space. And so yeah. we, have, we have a number of our patients that have private duty caregivers in them. And um, most of them are with a licensed, bonded um, home care company that does background checks. But then you have some of these that are, they're just, you know, lovely ladies who are, you know, retired nurses or whatever, and they're helping out, you know, they're not licensed, there's no background. So in those cases, would you recommend that someone go through a company? Because yours was with a company anyway, mm -hmm. or just flat out, just do your own background checks on whoever's coming in and working with your folks. I just do find out who's coming in your house. Yeah. Mm -hmm. like, you know, it's sad now. It's like, you can't trust anybody. Yeah. 
And they said, oh, yeah, we did a background check. Well, you didn't. Yeah. And you put him in my parents' house. Oh. Wow. See, we had the state would come in just to, so the background checks we did, like we couldn't check backgrounds of friends and <laughs> neighbors. Yeah. And so we had the state come in periodically, maybe one, and we had a big roster, but we had the state come in at least every six to eight months and they would just check to make sure we were doing that correctly. But did you ask? No, they oh, just okay. came in. I don't, see, because this, this was a franchise of yeah, the I biggest know, home health care. A franchise still doesn't matter. They still have to follow the state regulations. I don't know. Um, but I guess if they say they did it, um, and you can sign things all day long, that mm -hmm. doesn't mean you've done them. Mm -hmm. But what the state would do, they would get a report of every background check we we did, and they would make sure that they were employees or they had. So you would have to save applications. So even people that we didn't hire and why, we'd have to save those applications and the background check for those that we didn't bring on, you know. So... Um, there's the system's broken. Have there been any changes? Because I, I know you've been dealing with the, or we're, we're dealing with the Dallas Police um, Department and, and Plano. Have they implemented anything different since this case happened? Are their processes different? Are they are they no longer doing the unattended thing where we're just going to make a phone call? Well, last time I talked with Plano Police, they said that they were going to change what they were doing and send two detectives on unattended deaths. Okay. That's amazing. That's, That's really good. But even okay. as an RN who pronounces, if I saw somebody, like you said, the glasses were broken and there was blood on the walls. And I mean, immediately, I would not think brain bleed. I would think this something's not right here, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. um, but it, you know, we're not thinking right. We're taking no, you're the not, it's, your daughter, it's your mother and you're not, no, you're not thinking clearly. How horrible. Mm -hmm. So... Um, I am so sorry, and I do hope that changes are made and people learn from this and take better care of protecting their loved ones. Yeah, that's what we're trying to get across. We're trying to get, you know, the, the more people that know about this, the more the public say, right. hey, we want this changed because right. that could happen to anybody. That's right. Well, and I'll go back to this is like the most prolific <laughs> serial killer in Texas history. Right. Mm -hmm. And probably in, in one of the, in the country's history. And it's not really spoken about very much. Nobody knows about it. Yeah. So, um, um so did it, did Billy's family go to the trial? Any, his wife or. I, I don't mean, know. So, I, yeah. I I'm just curious if they supported him. Um, you know. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So for more information, it's SOSS.org. Yes. Is that right? Okay. If people want to donate, learn more inf more information on um, on what you guys do, any legislative um, challenges you guys have upcoming, uh, the audience can go there and, and yeah, find and out more. Yeah, and the golf tournament. Let us know, you know, when that comes up. So you all have a website. Mm -hmm. Do you have a Facebook page as well? I don't know. Okay, <laughs> we'll find out. I don't. But I think it's. I think we just have a the website. Okay. 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 That's great. We just appreciate you coming so much and sharing your story. Well, and I, again, me. I'm we so sorry. The, we need to get the the story out and get stuff changed. We do. Because yeah. the system's broken. Clearly. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you very much. Joe? We'll wrap it up for today and yeah. we'll see you next week, Brian. Bye. Bye.